listener production. Well, Han, this is our remembering project. Yep, where a random day of the year is selected and we look up the run sheets from all our shows from across the years to find any we did on that day. Over 20 years, that's about 2,500 shows and roughly 26,000 talk breaks. Today, we pick one. One talk break only and try to remember what happened based on what was written down on the run sheet from that day. As always, we've got podcast Mike Worse here for any technical stuff. Hello. Mike, what date was randomly chosen today? It's the 23rd of February. Okay then, it's Haynes Go. Here's Mike with the sponsorship stuff before we find out what year Hayne will take us back to and see if we remember anything from that day. This is Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. Yeah, early. Start of the year. In fact, so early, Ando. Would, do we, know, have, would we have done any shows? We quite liked a late... <laughs> yeah, you're onto it. Have a guess how many shows we did on the 23rd of February in our entire career, which I think we now acknowledge is 15 or something. 15. It spans about 15 years, yep. with many years off, mm. but spans 15. <sighs> We're lucky to get three. We, we did three. <laughs> We did three Feb 23rds because some yeah. years, you know, we're coming back in March, some in July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We pulled many Swifties. We were we were adamant that you couldn't work before mm. Australia Day. It's such so a we- funny thing. Back then we, we yearned for time off and mm. now that we do our normal podcast, yeah. it's the government making us have time yeah, off. It's a shame. Isn't it funny yeah. how life works out like that? Now we would kill to be back Jan 1 yeah. if it wasn't for the government-mandated podcast break. break. Yeah. So little funny little swings and roundabouts, I suppose, <laughs> the way life works out. So we did three. Mm. And they were 2009, 2010 okay. and 2016. Funny thing about 2016 is we don't even have the audio from that day. Why? Because mm. it says here there was a power outage. Ooh. There was a power surge or a power outage and, and the show didn't get saved <laughs> from 2016. So... It was like lost in an electrical fault. So we have the run sheets. Like we know what we did that day. Yeah, okay. But we don't have the… What did we do? Was there anything that you'd go, oh, I wish we did have the audio for that? Was there anything… Nothing the- pops up. <laughs> Nothing really jumps out. Oh, Maybe that was one of the ones where we went past and said, delete that and pretend it's a power suit. Yeah, guys, hey, <laughs> plug these toasters in because we don't want to save that one. Remember we used to do a segment called Minus One Letter Movie Trailer? I really enjoyed it. Which started that. with an inconvenient Ruth. Yeah. Which we like, did you take away? And it was about a lady called Ruth. Yes. That- Yes. You would wish wouldn't be there. Yeah. So an inconvenient Ruth was good. And then I think we tried to recreate the success of that a few times. Yeah. Some were hits, some, some were misses. misses. I reckon in 2016 we had a probable miss. Brave Heart mm. became Brave, Brave Here. Here. Yeah. I don't remember what it was about, but it doesn't leap out at me as a great It was premise. just a Scottish guy that could really hear anything. <laughs> 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 and, and also, even if something was pretty hard to hear, yeah, he as in hear like it. you wouldn't want to, it's too atrocious. It's confronting. It's confronting. He could hear um, it. He could hear it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a shaky, it feels like a shaky premise. But anyway, we sadly mm. lost to the sands of time. Mm. In 2007, mm-hmm. that's another one we don't have the audio from. I said maybe we did do one in 2007 too, but I d- it did have here that I just bought the Carmen Electra Fit to Strip DVD. <laughs> you remember yeah, that? I do remember That you was an it. interesting time mm. because... I think I was, was, were you becoming a stripper in 2007? Were we making you do a strip thing or was I trying to get, lose weight? It was like a. Uh, no, I think. We made you be a stripper. Yes. For a hen's night. For a hen's night. Which but was I think I was. Actually, the, quite the most nervous I've been, you know, we do a lot of dumb things and often you're not nervous, like who cares, who cares mm-hmm. about this? But I was nervous 
stripping. They were hungry. <laughs> Not because I was worried for my own health. It was more just... No, but they were hungry. They, yeah, it felt like... You felt vulnerable. Of yeah. course you did. Yeah. He was in a G-string that had an <laughs> elephant's trunk with... I'll let you be the judge. You guess, Mark, what could have been possibly been in the elephant's trunk. But there was some... I was patting it I out. I think someone... <laughs> did someone swizzle it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, there or, was. Or move to swizzle it. Mm, well, there was. I can't remember, and I'm not. I don't want to mm. get any of the ladies in the audience in trouble. I think someone moved to swizzle, swizzle the trunk, yeah. and I think that's when it was like, oh, okay, let's just let's not let's just keep a respectful distance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, mate, it might have been it might have been you ordering Carmen Electra's fit to strip just under the guise of it was something radio-related, yeah. but really you just wanted to see I did. Karma Electra's workouts. What we've got, what I've gone for here is 2009. Mm-hmm. 2009. And so start of the year, it's the Golden Globes, I'm pretty sure, was Ooh. the start of the year. Is that, that that's, that's in February, isn't yeah. it? It was the one Hugh Jackman was hosting. Did he host the Globes? I don't think he hosted the Oscars. Or was it the Oscars? Did you both? I think it was the Oscars. Might have been the Oscars. But I remember there was a lot of singing and dancing. Yes. He did an opening number and... I haven't listened back to this. And this is one of the ones where I'm like, I don't know if I want to hear this because... I remember the prank. Yeah, we called, I think it was the Oscars. Kodak Theatre. Called the Kodak Theatre where the Oscars are and I pretended to be Hugh Jackman calling Mm. from my dressing room. Yes. But we hadn't thought it through any more than that. I think it was one of those ones where it was like, again, the show starts at four in the afternoon, you got nothing. And do you remember how we got the number? Do you remember, remember this part? Of the code. Oh, that's right. So I was sitting uh, like panelling yeah. and you were going to do the prank and we put the number in and they said for, they, they said, the, sorry, the Kodak Theatre is closed for the Oscars or something, but um, here's an extension. They said one extension to leave a message and it made us think, oh, there must be extensions. That's right. You just guessed the extension. So I think it was, just, I feel like it was like 2006, we was, was plugged in a different extension and a guy from prop, the props department picked Someone up. answered. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's how we were like. Oh, my gosh. We're through. And that's why, because I can't remember really what we said in this thing. It was during the performance. Because it was during the show. We were watching it live in the studio. I just am interested to listen back because I remember it being like a bit of a, oh, my God, we got through. Yeah. Didn't really know what to say. And we were nervous after it that we may have. We didn't want to get him in trouble. And we may have put him off. Because I do remember what you said, and we'll hear in a second, but... We were like, if someone comes up to him yeah, mid show mid show and is asking him yep. about this, yep, yep, yep. are we gonna put off <laughs> yep. No, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm lots to regret. There's lots to regret about this. So this is me fronting up perhaps to past errors, mm. um, past mistakes. Well let's hear it from the sponsor first, but then yep. yeah. Yep. Mike, take it away. What okay. up, Mike? Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, a little bit of time. Yeah. So again, here's <laughs> the disclaimer. Here's yeah. the disclaimer. I might not be proud of what I'm about to hear. Mm-hmm. It was a rush day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's just a need to get content um, and you have to, I guess, remove a few filters yep. to get that content quickly. But more so it was like we just hadn't, we didn't have an idea. I think it was just like we weren't expecting to get through. It's like when the chaser did that prank where they were like at the… Seeing if they could get through security, seeing, addresses Al-Qaeda, and then they got through and they're like, well, what, what do we do, do now? What do we do now? <laughs> like, let's just, do we keep walking? We might get shot. We yep. don't know what we're going to do. We'll yep. just keep walking. Yeah. Obviously not of the scale, like it wasn't the no. global um, gotcha scale of, of the chaser. But what ours was was like, I, I wonder if you could get through and we expected not to be able to get through. And so that's… Yeah, and we you were, think, I think we were preparing for it not to. And you go, oh, that's fun and funny and that's a good test. But when you, get, when you get through, <laughs> what do you do? Let's see. 
the 23rd of February 2009. Hamish and Andy driving you home. Huge day for the Oscars, Ham. Absolutely. But um, look, we had a little idea. We thought, could we, if you just look up on um, Google, the Kodak Theatre, which is the theatre that the Oscars were held at this afternoon, mm. thought if they had a phone number, could we somehow get to talk to somebody backstage? So this is our initial idea. Yeah. Call up, pretend to be Hugh Jackman, yeah. and whoever answers, just say, oh, sorry, mate, it's Hugh Jackman here. Um. I was looking for, and then insert a place that would be backstage. And then we were sort of having a check going, well, I have no idea what sort of rooms do they have back there. So out of nowhere, we decided on dressing room number four. four. Yeah, we, we thought it would be at least four dressing rooms. This is our plan. We'll call up like reception and go, oh, sorry, mate, it's Hugh Jackman here. We've been redirected. Could you put me through to dressing room number four? The door's locked. I need to speak to whoever's in there, mm. thinking we might get like a Zac Efron or a yeah. Will Smith on or something. <laughs> So that's that was our plan for this phone call. Then we realised that no one like they're not there's no staff on no. a reception or anything. Andy had the brainwave of going, why don't we just imagine what the extensions in the Kodak Theatre might be and just keep calling and calling and calling numbers. This was about an hour's worth of just calling random numbers, thinking they might had, be extensions for the Kodak Theatre. Like the same beginning of the the number we've called, but just mucking around with the end digits. We got a couple of voicemails that were saying you've reached the Kodak Theatre. We're like, we're on the right track here. What is about, we're about to play for you is where we ended up actually getting someone. Yeah. Um, and my plan was just to pretend oh, I'm Hugh, I'm in the building. And yeah. I'd have, for some reason, I have no idea why my call's being connected to this spot. The only other thing you need to know is at the start of the Oscars, if you're going to watch it tonight, this doesn't give away anything. Mm. There's like a song and dance number and there's some like... Uh, Cardboard cutouts in the background yeah. of various things. Just That's not going to make any sense now, but you do need to know that for this phone call. We expected this call to go 15 seconds. This is how it went. <laughs> Props. Oh, you get it. Who's that? I, uh, I don't know. Who's this? Oh, mate, it's, uh, it's actually uh, Hugh Jackman here. This is a bit awkward. I'm, I was trying to get through to dressing room number four. Oh, guess what? You got the prop room. Oh, mate. Hello, Hugh. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going really well. I was obviously a little bit, uh, you know, we're running around uh, still taking care of everything. Are you watching the show? We're enjoying the show. You know you're doing a hell of a job, you. You're doing a hell of a job. Oh, thanks very much, mate. Look, I was just, uh, I don't know how I've come through to you. I'm trying to get through to dressing room number four. Well, I tell you what, I could hang up the phone, walk down the hallway... Knock on the door to dressing room number four and have them call you over there. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, I've left my bag in there. It's got some stuff I need in it, and uh, they're not opening the door. It's locked. I think uh, I'm not sure if Zac Efron's in there or one of the guys is in there. I just thought uh, I you got might... the key to the door. Is there something you want me to get you and get it over there fast? Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's a bag. It's got some gear in it that uh, that I need. It's a it's a little blue bag. You know where my dressing room is? Yeah, that's okay. You got a little blue bag in your room, and you need it over there fast, over on, on the by the rail. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I'm not on for uh, another couple of minutes, but uh, I was just uh, trying It'll to get. It'll take that long to get there. Yeah, it was absolutely. Uh, Mate, you're doing a great job, by the way. How are things going at your end? Piece of cake. Yeah, yeah. You, what do you reckon the reaction's yeah. like? You know, because it's very difficult for me to tell. It, you reckon it, they got? It's it's looking good. Um, why don't I just go into your dressing room, get the blue bag, and and haul it over to where you are? Yeah, fantastic. What are you doing after the show? After the show, we're uh, going to set up for Oprah, but uh, we got a few hours in between. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, assuming you'll be at a party. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> I might go to the Vanity Fair one if uh, if everyone uh, thinks that the job I've done's all right. <laughs> They're loving what you're doing, so oh. let me get your bag. I'll meet you over there. Oh, you're beautiful. Blue hey, mate, bag. What? Else? Anything on it? Just uh, it's it's a blue bag from a place called Club X. 
Club X. Yeah, okay. thanks. Just while I'll, I've got I'll, you on, I'll, on, on the phone there, you know the, the props uh, we used in the opening number? You know, the, yeah. big, the big cutouts? Do you reckon I'd be able to keep a few of those? You want the little cutouts that look like buildings? Yeah, yeah, that's the ones. Just, sure. Just, just as a I'll me- keep them in the prop room. Just as a memento. Yeah. Not a problem. Fantastic. In fact, could I get you to write an address down and uh, if you could mail it to me, would it be a problem to just ma- get, get them shipped to me? I, I think the Academy would at least do that for you. Oh, you're a champion. <laughs> the address, it's an Australian address. Yeah, okay, go ahead. It's number 257, uh, Clarendon, C-L-A-R-E-N-D-O-N. Right. Street. Yeah. In South Melbourne, in Australia. Yeah, Australia. What's your uh, if you can if you can if you can attention it to uh, a guy called Hamish, H A M I S H, uh, Blake B L A K E. Okay. Fantastic, and uh, thank you, Mark. I better duck back on stage, but thanks for the, thanks for getting the bag. Not a problem. I uh, if it's over there uh, when you should be over there when you get back. Ah, uh, good on you, mate. Have a great night. And you you sure, uh, sure people are enjoying me? They are loving it. Relax. You're having a, you've done fantastic. Ah, oh, thanks. You man. brought a little bit of show business back into the show. Yeah, that's what I thought it needed. It sure did. It needed that razzle dazzle sparkle. Great. Good on you, Mark. Thank you, mate. Take it easy, you. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate you sending out those props to to uh, to my mate Hamish. All right, no problem. Talk thanks, to you mate. soon. Bye bye. Bye now. Wow. Oh, that really does bring back one of those. So much. First of all, what a great guy that props guy was. Yeah. First of all, first, firstly, firstly, who's believing that's Hugh Jackman's voice? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman has this beautiful baritone, like make you, yeah. everything's okay, but everything's All Australians sound the same to them. Got it really. Yeah. Like, like I can't believe that guy. Yeah. Thought, what a, but what a great guy. And also, like, no, one's, doing great no one's calling from the outside to the internal thing. So it's it, caught him unawares. Yeah. It'd be a big call to go, it this isn't did you. did paint Jackman <laughs> as the most insecure yep. host there yep. ever was. That <laughs> he would ring the prop department to see. And also, the, the guy's going to be thinking, that hang on. doing a good job. Didn't at the start you go, you've got minutes to you're on stage, <laughs> and now you're asking me, what are you doing after the show? <laughs> Now, now she really wants a chat and some reassurance. So no props ever arrived for us. Didn't we wondered whether that was going to happen. But we did ask you about you, this. Later we said, did this? And, and he goes, yeah. He said, yes. During the show, this guy was didn't bring a bag but was asking about a bag. bag. And he and, and I, we were worried. We said to Hugh, like, hey, did it put you off because we did have that concern? He's like, nah. No, oh. I just kind of went. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like as if a guy asking about a bag, he's going to go, I don't know what's going on. I'm not going back on. I'm not going back on. We need to find this guy's bag. It would have been It would have been one second. Hugh, do you need a bag? No. no. Bye. Bye. <laughs> a great remembering. Good remembering.